welcome to Was It Any Good, the show that tries to find out if things we all think we liked in the past were actually good. I'm Scott Johnson. Today we take on I Love Lucy, specifically the episode IMDb says is the best episode of the series, that being Season 5, Episode 5, the title, Great Train Robbery. I've not seen this recently, or maybe ever. I watched a lot of this stuff on reruns when I was a kid, but I don't know if I've seen this one. We've all seen the chocolate episode, right, where they're freaking out on the, on the uh, chocolate like assembly line thing. This isn't that, but this has a cumulative rating from people like you and me of 9.8 out of 10. And uh, so I figured in real time we would uh, watch this episode. I guess you're listening to it. I'm watching it and I'm seeing it on Hulu. If anybody wants to know where they can catch all of I Love Lucy and most of the Lucy stuff. Anyway, uh, we'll find out. Was it any good? Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Let's find out now as we begin this episode. Standard intro. All right, we're looking at the exterior of a, of a train. There are people climbing on it. This looks like uh, B-roll, you know? Like this isn't exact, this isn't real. Uh, or not real in the show, I should say, in the real, sh- the real in the show sense. Don't know what's happening yet. Oh, there's Fred. Hurry up! I am hurrying up. Oh, look at this. I had no idea a train was nice as... Oh, Mother, look. They got the little beds already made up. Oh, it's a beautiful train. Come here. Okay, so Lucy's mom's in this. There's Ricky. There's baby Ricky. Here comes Fred. Grumpy sack of shit. Gee, these things are heavy. Why didn't you let the porter carry them, Fred? I'll give you three guesses. <laughs> well, I need the exercise. I'm building up my muscles. You'd get more exercise if you try to pry open that pocketbook of yours. Get it? Because he's cheap. I'm really on a train. This is my first train trip, you know. Oh. You're kidding. No. no, she's never been on a train before. No, of course, I know all about him. I've seen him in movies and everything. Which car do the spies usually ride in? Ah, because lots of spy <laughs> movies, see? So that would have been a hoot in 53 or whatever this is. Gee, I can't believe it. I'm taking the city of Los Angeles home. Is that what you've got in these bags? Oh, because he see Fred's carrying two giant bags, so that's sort of funny, right? In a real basic way. Okay, Lucy sees an emergency break. Well, what a way to run a train. Danger, do not touch. Danger, do not touch. Emergency break. Don't do it. Well, don't tell me if there's an emergency. The engineer has to run way back here to stop the train. (laughs) They got one of those in every car. The engineer has his own set of brakes. Well, I'm awful glad to hear that. (laughs) So I have a thought here. Uh, The show is notable, or always has been notable, right, of showcasing... A Cuban Amer- uh, Cuban American, uh, somebody of uh, who, who isn't as white as everybody else on the screen. I don't know if at the time that was uh, you know a big deal in terms of Hollywood representation or television, but uh, it seems feels like a big deal now. I don't know. Just a thing to note. Not a big deal. More here. Oh, honey, I can't tell you how happy I am yeah. to be going home. Oh my lord! Rick is going to enjoy it. Oh, look, I didn't know they had little hallways like this. I thought oh, they all had compartments that opened Okay, this outside. is a terrible set. That's only those foreign movies you've been seeing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, a bad set, dude. This is clearly not in a train <laughs> of any kind. This is clearly some Burbank freaking backlot. This is just kind of terrible. Well, this is our compartment, and Mother must be over here in B. Yeah. Pardon me. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> 
Mother, are you and the baby okay? Hello, Bonnie. How soon do we leave? Right away, sir. You can set your watch by the dome liner. Oh, well, that's nice. Let's go in there. Please. Oh, isn't this cute? Ricky? Yeah? There's a little door that connects the two rooms. It's just like a little apartment. Well, they think of everything. Yeah. Oh, Pardon me, sir. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Thank you, Porter. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, there. Here they come. All hey, right, Fred Nethel. Right. We're in the car right ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So Fred looks like he's about 82, but my guess is he's probably 40 and smokes a lot. <laughs> That was always my impression when I was younger, because someone would say, oh, you know, Fred's like younger than, uh, or he's he's uh, he's younger than me, my dad would say, when he, when he was in this. And I'd go, come on, dude. You gotta be kidding. He's somebody's grandma. But Ethel looks kind of youngish. I don't know. We had a thing back then where you smoked too much and your face shriveled up like a raisin. Yeah, we're neighbors. Of course, we're out of a high rent district. <laughs> Uppers, 12 and 13. Oh, stop complaining. The altitude's good for your sinus. <laughs> your sinus. No, no, no. We're headed for the diner. It's the, the car right behind. The diner so soon? Guess who's hungry already? The bottomless pit. Fred, <laughs> I heard they had wonderful food on this train, and I want to get in there before it's all gone. The bottomless oh, pit, Ethel. They heard you were coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife, the big eater. That's hilarious. bag, huh? Yeah, honey. Are you hungry? Well. Let's go up and join the Mertzes, huh? All right. Okay, I'll, I'll just take... The Mertzes. Okay. You ever met anybody named Mertz? Mother, is my bag in there? No, no, well, Ricky's well, striking up a cigarette. Here, Got his lighter. It's the 50s. That's sure what we did. We did it right on camera. No problem. Right there on TV. That makes it different. Oh, honey, can't be gone. It was there a minute ago. My purse is gone. Now, let's see. Uh-oh. I had it when I... The so this is like uh, that Seinfeld episode. My wallet's gone. My wallet's gone. It's at the newsstand. The newsstand. Ricky, go and get it. I can't go and get it. The porter said the train is leaving right now. Ricky, please, please go get my purse. Oh, honey, silly. We'll wire them and they'll send it ahead. No, Ricky, no. Go. Honey, what can be so wonderful about that old bag of yours? Uh, it's got the train tickets in it. Oh, no. Oh, see, the impetus for the trouble. Oh, dear. Excuse me, lady. <laughs> There's no trouble like leaving your tickets at home, right? Or leaving them somewhere where you can't get them. Because that dude's going to walk around going, tickets, please. And you're going to have to freaking fake it or do something. So that is, herein lies the setup. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 honey. All visitors out, please. What, what do you mean? Why do you say that? Well, the train's about to leave, ma'am. But it can't leave. It can't leave. You tell him to hold the train, Porter. Tell him to hold the train. I'm sorry, ma'am. You'll have to speak to the conductor. Uh-oh. And some B-roll. Hey, stop the train. You have to stop the train. Oh, I'm sorry, madam. I can't do that. Stop this train! <laughs> Lady, I can't stop this train once it's started. We have rules, you know. But, but my husband... All right, I know that voice from, like, old radio and stuff. Like, radio uh, comedy business. I don't know who that is. I'm going to have to look that up. is isn't on yet. Please, please, we left him back at the station. Well, he can take a cab and pick us up at Riverside. Riverside? Oh, no. Riverside, there's a lot of gang activity there now. All right, that's Frank Nelson, known for uh, his role as Satan in the Looney Tunes. Uh, There's a couple of cartoons with him where he played Satan and other things. He died in 1986 at the age of 75. Okay, the train has left. Now the comedy begins because Lucy's like, oh, no. My purse is outside. 
And maybe Ricky got left. Mother, are you all right? Well, we're all right. What was that? Oh, I don't know. The train just made a slight hesitation. <laughs> Ew. All right. A lot of this is visual. Uh, Fred and... Uh, what's her name? Ethel. They're covered in food because they were in the food cart, see? So when the when the train suddenly stopped or started or whatever happened just then, they got uh, they got the buffet all over them. That's pretty funny. What made the train stop like that? Gosh, what a joke. I didn't get a bite of my food. What happened? I stopped the train. What? Why? Well, Ricky got off to get my purse, and they started without him. Oh, that's too bad. Well, he'll make it. <laughs> Looks like they puked on each other. This is amazing. Sorry, I got to get a screenshot of this so I can share it with all my friends. Okay. I hope so. Oh, come on, Fred. Let's go get out of this food and into something more comfortable. Well, I suppose so. <laughs> Seriously, Fred's like, what, 50 years older than her? So we got the... Did you stop this train? <laughs> okay, that made me laugh. A little. That was kind of funny. I don't know why. Just the way he asked is kind of a creepy, uh, you know, kind of a creepy way to do it. But I like that. Okay. Me? You. Well, uh... Madam, did you stop this train by pulling that handle? Well, I didn't do it by dragging my foot. <laughs> I told you not to. And I told you that my husband wasn't on the train yet. Sheesh. Oh, his hat's all left up. So that's funny, I guess. His hat's all banged up like he was up front in the train and then banged his head. But I'm just going to say right here, in the 50s, were people naive enough to think there was some lever in the back of the train that would just halt the thing and stop it? Because that seems dumb. In the future, madam, would you allow me to decide when and where this train shall stop? Gladly. Thank you. And now, if it meets with your approval, I would like to inform the engineer that he may proceed. According to our schedule, we are already several minutes late. Oh, his watch exploded. Oh, his watch is gone. Well, now we don't know what time it is. Okay, I guess that's funny. It's a pocket watch, and he walked out of the room uh, uh, like wheezing, almost like a man, like as a man cry. That's pretty dumb. All right, Ricky's all beat up. Oh, honey. Thank yeah, you. I made it. What happened? You look like you ran into something. I did. What? The back of the train. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. She's got her purse back, so I don't know what that means. I, my my MacGuffin or my uh, my whole thing that this hinged on the purse entirely is now is now in jeopardy. So I don't know what happens. I had just gotten your purse when the train started to leave. So I ran after it. I was catching up with it, and I was just making a flying leap for the back of the train when it stopped and swam, bang! So these two uh, got divorced, right? They were together, and then they got the Desilu Productions thing going, and they were doing real good, and then what happened there? There was some kind of disagreement. She was like, ah, I've had it with your weird hats and your smoking. And he said, ah, oh, I'm done with your weird red hair and your uh, your fingernails or whatever. And that was it. I don't know the story. But every time I see these guys in the prime of their show, I get bummed out. Well, uh, nice to have you aboard, dear. 
Why did they stop the train like that? Well, maybe there was a cow on the track. Cow on Los Angeles? We haven't gotten out of the city yet. Why can't I be these rooms are terrible. Oh my gosh, that's the worst fake. I wish you could see this. The, the fronts of these rooms, supposed hallway of the train. Terrible. Are you ready to go and eat? Oh dear. Uh, the baby's so sleepy. We'd better stay here. But will you bring us something? Oh, sure, dear. Here, I'll give you the tickets in case Wait, she just. Comes by. You bring oh, the mom to watch the baby? Running. That's the whole deal? I don't know about that. Hi, hi. Oh, hi. Where are you going? To the diner. You're going to eat again? <laughs> what do you mean again? We didn't get anything to eat. Our food just came when the train stopped. Oh, I got so many mashed potatoes on my shirt, Ethel will never have to starch it again. I <laughs> <laughs> get it, because potatoes are starchy. Do you understand? Oh, Fred. Truly a hoot. All right, train conductor walking through. May I see your ticket, please? Oh, okay. Uh, I have Okay. <laughs> this old lady. You? Oh, I'm very sorry, madam, but you're in the wrong compartment. Well, this says compartment B. Uh, yes, but this calls for compartment B and 107. This is 108. Oh, but my daughter and her husband are in that compartment. Well, I'm very sorry, lady. I have to go by the tickets. I'll show you to the other compartment. Oh, oh dear. Uh, oh, Sam. Yes, sir. Will you get this luggage? We'll have to move it down to the next car. Yes, sir. Now, why would you have to do that? Go check with... Oh, see, that's why these old comedies bum me out. There's so much... You have to base it in some reality, and they never do. They just... It's just farcical, like, oh, better change your room, even though... Oh, hello, Mr. Estes. Oh, hi. Okay, here's the guy that's taking the room. Your uh, ticket? Oh, here you are. Thank you. How, uh, how's the jewelry business? Oh, very successful trip. Very successful. All right. Well, it must be successful if you have to wear that. Oh, I always carry this. Never had occasion to use it, though. <laughs> he's got a gun. So he's got one of those, like, uh, strapped around your shoulder, uh, tucked behind your coat kind of handgun deals. What's that called? <laughs> a gun strap holster unit? I'm not a gun person. I can't. I couldn't tell you. But uh, that's apparently normal in the 50s to be on a train with a gun. Good. Uh-oh. Okay, Lucy's coming back. She's got food. I think she's taking it to the. She's taking it to where she thinks the grandma is, but you know the 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 guy with the gun is in there. So. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I must have the wrong car. I'm sorry. Well, he was rude. No, that's your room. Oh gosh. See, they all turn out like this. They're all just a sketch pulled to be 20 minutes. That's your room. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I'm laughing, though. That's not even that funny. I think I'm laughing because it's dumb. And oh, I'm going to talk to the guy with the gun again, the jewel dude. Uh, I'm sorry, sir, but I left my mother and child in there, and I... Uh, I'm sorry, madam. There's no one in here but me. Well, are you sure? I know that I left them in. They see we're in compartment A, and we have uh, these adjoining compartments. Madam, I'm the only one in here. What? What are you doing to my baby? Help! Help! Don't you touch me. Don't you touch me. Help! 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 She thinks he's a he's up to no good. He's a criminal type. 
she stopped the train again. Even though we, we should have learned our lesson. Here comes the conductor. child are in the next car. Oh! What, what car? Why, why are they in there? Their tickets call for compartment B, but in 107. 107, 107. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm chuckling, I guess. <laughs> all right, Fred Nethel and Ricky all are covered in food again. Because of course they are. Right? This is what you get when you go to the food car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't run out of food before control. Oh, Ethel. Yeah. Just, you know, Ethel. Oh, is that the end? No, that's Midway. This is where you're supposed to take a commercial break and learn about Lucky Strike cigarettes. The only cigarette that'll kill you within two weeks. Now, back to the program. All right, here's the show again. We have music. Some kind of hovermobile looking down at this bee footage. Here we go. I have never been so embarrassed in my whole life. Everybody in the train is talking about the screwy redhead with the itchy trigger finger. You'd have done the same thing. He's carrying a gun. A lot of people carry guns. You don't. It's a good thing I don't. No. Good thing he don't. Probably a detective. No, no, no. That's a criminal type if I ever saw one. Close-set beady eyes and a weak chin. Detectives have wide-set eyes and a strong chin. Uh. Don't look at me. My hands are clean. (laughs) I mean... Oh, this must be Riverside, All right. Credit where credit's due. Lucille Ball is uh, a hell of a physical presence right like she can really do the physical pratfall stuff she's a very physical comedian i think some of that stuff holds up maybe better than the rest of it like the sensibilities for humor at the time maybe not so much but her her uh her presence is good yes police police what can i do for you would you mind showing me your identification They are. <laughs> Ricky Ricardo. Well, say, my kids have all your phonograph records. <laughs> Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> my kids have all your phonograph records. Great. Well, that's nice. Thank you. I'm sorry to bother you, but we've had a big jewel robbery in L.A., and we're checking on all trains, planes, and buses going east. Oh, I see. Well, uh, I hope you guys are thief. Thank you, Mr. Ricardo. Good night, folks. Good night. That's a guy named Joseph Grehan. Crehan, sorry. Known for a lot of old westerns and, and uh, kind of mobster movies in the 50s and 40s and 30s. Oh, my gosh. This guy worked a lot. Hold on. His act, he has 381 actor credits that ended in 1965 but started. Holy crap. Look at the list. This is huge. Uh, his first film was a movie called Under Two Flags in 1916. Uh, the one next after that was 1931, so it was a bit. He was probably in the First World War, I guess. I don't know. Um, and wow, that guy worked a lot. And he died in 1980. I'm sorry, 66 at the age of 82. He lived for a long time. Well done, that guy. 
Mr. Detective, sir. Yes, ma'am? Uh, if you're going in the next compartment, be careful. That man's carrying a gun. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Ricardo. You're quite welcome, sir. Hmm. Police. Right, she's Why don't you mind your own business? She's eavesdropping. I am minding my business as a citizen. That's terrible. It sure is. I can't hear a thing. <laughs> well, we'll hear plenty once the battle starts. You better lie down. Get out of the range of flying bullets. <laughs> she's pretty funny. That's funny. That's funny. He's going off without him. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, dude. Why couldn't he see that that man is a criminal? Well, maybe it's because the detective's eyes are so far apart and his are so close together. How can you make jokes? Aren't you concerned about riding all the way to New York with a criminal in the next compartment with carrying a gun? No, I'm a lot more concerned of riding all the way to New York on an empty stomach. Oh, <laughs> Come on, I'm hungry. Let's go to the dining car again, and I guarantee the train's getting stopped again. And everyone's getting a lap full uh, of food. You go ahead, dear. I want to get my lipstick. I'll be right along. All right. Let's see if it's funny the third time. See, this is the law of threes we're playing with here. So, uh, third time, you knock Bowser out, right? We'll see. Oh, he's looking at his jewels. Oh, she's like, oh, she's caught him. She's looking next door at this dude. All right, come on in, miss. I want to talk to you. Uh, some other time. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! I mean, this is no shock, but she's the strength of the show. She's the best thing on it. I saw it with my own eyes. Listen to me. Listen to him. Now, look, the police have talked to this man in there. Now, it's the police case. As far as you're concerned, this is finished. This is the end. And I don't want you to talk to anybody about it. Do you understand? All right. Especially, I don't want you to tell Ethel about it. Oh, Ethel. Uh, I'm glad you reminded me not to tell Ethel. <laughs> now, I didn't know she was a model before she did all this. She was very pretty. Wow. I had no idea. Well, I'm glad you went to comedy. Say that. Hi. Hi. How have you been? Hi. Oh, wonderful. Gee, aren't there four seats together someplace? Well, there's two right down there. Well, you, you and Ricky take those, huh? Ethel and I want to sit and chat. All right. Come on, Rick. It's just some living up. room. None of this is a train. Postcards. It's really taking me out. Don't forget what I told you. I know, I know. All right. What was that all about? Ricky told me not to tell you something. Well, you're not going to let a little thing like that stop you, Listen, Ethel, if Ricky told me not to tell you something, I'm certainly not going to... Good, they're gone. <laughs> what is it? Do you know why that detective got on at Riverside? No, I'm just dying to ask him. Why? He's looking for a big jewel thief from Los Angeles. Really? Yes, Los Angeles. Who it is, and what's more, he's aboard this train. Uh-huh. Who is he? He's the man in the compartment next to ours. How do you know that? Well, for one thing, he was carrying a gun, and when I peeked through the door, I saw... Lucy, what were you doing peeking through the door? Do you want to hear this or don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. right. When I peeked through the door, I saw... Gossip never makes me laugh. Are you sure? I have never seen more diamonds... But we are definitely Jack Tripper in this business here. That's what's going on here. 
I'll be right back. Where are you going? Oh, I left my opal brooch in my overnight bag, and I want to get it and pin it to my... Uh, I want to pin it. <laughs> what? Oh. Because she's worried about losing it. Oh, here's a guy. Uh, pardon me, miss. I couldn't help overhearing. Are you sure of what you saw? Positive. Good work. Special agent. My identification. Oh, I should have known. I can tell you. Okay, he barely. See, now we're in trouble. He barely flashed that. in the compartment right next to yours. He's the cheater. He's the the bad guy. Close set, beady eyes, and weak chin. That's our man, all right. Mm. We better not waste any time. Come on. Me? Well, I need your help in capturing this dangerous criminal. Oh, well, I. Now, uh... look, miss. I'm not asking you. This is an order. Your government needs you. (laughs) Yes, sir. She's taller than him. She could knock him out. All right, here we go. This is the guy. He's the robber because that dude's going to have the jewels. He's going to find out. He's going to try to get him. She'll be surprised that he was fooling her the whole time. He's right in there. What are you going to do, rush him? No, I don't want any bloodshed. Oh, gee, you fellas are clever. I'll hide. Then I want you to get him into this compartment. I'll have a drop on him. Okay. How am I going to get him in here? You're a woman, aren't you? What does that freaking mean? Yes. Well? You mean lure him in? <laughs> Gee, this will look great in my memoirs. <laughs> I was a woman for the FBI. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's great. Pretend you're sick. <laughs> I'm laughing out of pity. That was a dumb joke. Now go on. All right. It's hard to tell the difference sometimes with me. Oh, he got him. All right. The robber knocked that dude out. Oh, look, he's colder than a work. Oh, anything for J. Edgar. Oh, look, let's put the cuffs on him. Come on, let's put the cuffs on him. Anything for J. Edgar. Let's put the cuffs on him. Hurry Did up. we like Hoover then? Oh, boy. Come on, let's put the cuffs on Let's put the cuffs on him. Oh. We don't need that. He's unconscious. Oh, boy. Let's put the cuffs on He holds the gun like all those guys did back then to their side at the square there. I know. He doesn't hold it out like you should. Okay, now I she sees. <laughs> She sees what she's done. He's not the man the police are looking for? No. You? True. Ooh. <laughs> well, you're safe. I'll keep your secret. I promise you. I can promise you. Oh, you don't have to promise me anything. You're the only living person that can identify me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he's so stereotype bad guy. Walk them. out of here and stop between the next two cars. What for? Never mind. Oh, right. Never mind, see? Remember, I got this. We're getting out of here now, see? All right, come on. Okay. Well, hello. Right. Oh, good evening. Uh, oh, some ladies. Random ladies. Oh, that must be the crazy redhead everyone is talking about. <laughs> now, no more funny business, you understand? I understand. Oh. All right. Old guy walking in his robe. Hello. <laughs> guy in his suit. A lady. More people. All right. They're acting like there's a tight hallway to get through, and really it's... There's enough space for a million people to get through this freaking place. So, again, that comedy hinges on a visual that isn't working for me. Wait, why are there people living in the. Oh, this is hard to explain. 
<laughs> I don't think they have people like that. There's they have bunk beds. Yeah, they have they have bunk bed. Uh, yeah, all right. Now she's dressed as a dude and she's putting uh, face stuff on. What do you call it? She's putting uh, what do you call it on your face? Shaving cream. And they stopped the train again. All right, that's pretty good. I just won five dollars from the engineer. The conductor uh, showed up again. This is the guy. Grab the jewel case. This is him. The guy that's working that they were looking for. That's the real jewel case. Him in the compartment back there. I had no idea. Uh, Fred and Ethel covered in food again. Hey, did I call it or did I call it? Third time's the charm. Caked with food. No, it's a reporter. I get it. I'm like, what's this guy? Oh, she's going to pull that thing again. Excuse me. Yes, of course. Excuse me. No, no! And there goes the train again. All right. Was it five? Four? Five times? Oh, all hell breaks loose. Total panic. And Fred and Ethel are wearing raincoats and they're walking out of the food car. Now they're covered in food on their raincoats because that protects you from the trouble of food on your clothes. Oh, man. You know, that episode, it, it came and it went, and so did we. All right, so I got to start grading these things. Because how can we ask the question, is it any good if we don't actually say? So I'm going to give this, and it's probably unfair, but I guess I'm giving the entirety of I Love Lucy a six and a half out of ten. Um, yeah, six and a half red wigs out of ten. Because I, I don't think the material holds up as much as maybe we'd like. But there is something basic about it that is smile-inducing occasionally. And she's, like, literally g- great, right? Almost out of her time, like ahead of her time. She's she's kind of amazing. So it's hard not to like that. And everything else is just sort of a set piece. It's fine. Let's give it six and a half. Okay? That's not so bad. I mean, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse is what I'm saying, all right? Thanks for listening. Toss me an email if you have, I don't know, anything old that prompts the question, is it any good? Send it to scott at frogpants.com. And if you need anything else, you can over, uh, you can over, you can go find it at frogpants.com slash any good. That's frogpants.com slash any good. And I think that's going to do it for us this time. Thanks very much. We'll see you on the next one. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.